from Relay FM, this is Upgrade, episode 461, and it is the WWDC keynote draft for 2023. This episode is brought to you by Nom Nom and Dark Noise. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by my competitor in the draft, Jason Snow. You're going down mike is that what competitors say welcome hello say to the well, welcome to the octagon where two podcasters enter and both leave but one of them will win next time yes this time we will both enter and both leave and next both leave time, <laughs> one will win but we'll still both leave but they'll be yeah. a winner yeah i have a snow talk question for you okay it comes from me and i oh. would like to know one week out from wwdc how are your vibes you excited yeah, I am. I am. I mean, we always talk about this, and it's always like, oh, it's a lot of work, right? And I don't even have a trip, right? It's just—it's literally I just drive down. It's—it's yep. it's not that. It's—it's it's not. You're coming to California. It's a whole thing. And for me, it's just like. But I'll tell you. Not only am I always interested in the resetting of the Apple software year and what are the new OS is going to be and all that, and it's like so much about like what are they, what are their focuses and what are they going to say and what are we going to be focusing on in our jobs for the next year. I mean, it's a big deal, but it's not every day Apple launches an entirely new platform, yep. hardware and software, and uh, it's been you, you know you say about it's the next year, right? This one is like years. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this is this is I mean, really I would say probably since the Apple Watch that we've had something of this scope. And uh if what we assume is going to happen is going to happen. So that is extra exciting cuz those moments are special and although there's this public perception out there that like Apple releases a new revolutionary product every year or they used to but they don't anymore, like it's never been true. Um it, it's very rare that you get one of these moments, but here we are. And this one's particularly interesting because so much of it is sort of a mystery. I know that there have been all these leaks and all these features and all that, but like, I, it's what I always say about Apple events, but it like exploded several more yep. times, yep. which is what's the narrative? What do they emphasize? What are some of the details? Like, we know a lot about like the bill of lading for this thing, but we don't know a lot about like the philosophy behind it and how they've structured the operating system and 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 clever little details that are going to make you go, oh, of course. Um, that's the stuff that I'm really looking forward to. It's like my kind of feeling of this one right now. The headset is the first new product that could have a potential effect like the iPhone. Like I feel like the iPad... We kind of were we were excited about it, and it's like this this new thing. The Apple Watch. I don't think anyone realistically expected that the Apple Watch would be its own revolutionary product, right? That it was going to be. I mean, the press at the time, though. This is. I'm not saying reasonably. I'm yeah. saying the press at the time was like, Apple needs another thing, and oh, this is going to be the next iPhone. And yeah. we, those of us, like including you and me, we're like waving our arms, like, mm -hmm. no, no, no. It's not, there's not going to be another iPhone. It's, but it's not, it's while not. While this headset is not going to be that, if there is going to be something, I think this is the start of it. Like, if yeah. Yeah. the glasses are the future, this is the beginning. So right. I'm, I'm very excited. Obviously, I am also incredibly excited because I'm coming. I'm going yes. to be at the keynote. And this yes. time, Jason, I am going to be at the keynote. I have, mani I'm manifesting so. this in my mind. Mm -hmm. um, I will be there at Apple Park. We'll be there together. Uh, we have something fun to share about that in a little bit. But 
we have some rules to get to for the draft. This is a game of rules. There are going to be 16 rounds in this year's draft, a total of 32 overall picks, split into five categories. They will be iOS and iPadOS, that is one category, then headset, other, stagecraft, and a bonus round for picking the macOS name. It's your favorite round. It's going to be fun for everyone. The winner of the previous <laughs> draft gets the first pick. I was That's the winner you. of the previous draft, so it's me. All of the things that we pick are from a predetermined list of choices which we have been amassing. We have agreed uh, that these are all set. And uh, anything that is verifiable on screen can be, is what is counted. We do not yes. put in ridiculously obvious things here, like you cannot pick there will be a new version of iOS that's not there. Yeah, there, there's no there's no. there will be a headset pick, right? Mm-hmm. There's none of that. You got a more detail required. Yeah. Uh, for an item to be counted and to be scored, uh, it must either be clearly announced on stage or on a slide during the presentation. So mm-hmm. the draft is scored purely on the keynote presentation. If something's in the State of the Union, that's great for the State of the Union. It doesn't matter for the draft. Right. Or on the website, doesn't matter. Does not matter. Yeah. There are no partial points awarded, and Stephen Hackett will be brought in to adjudicate in the case of a scoring stalemate between the two of us. But as we always say, we like to settle it together. Yes, we do. Gentlemen, gentlemen like. Uh, gentlemen like. Very gentlemen. <laughs> That's, yes. Sportsman like. The points awarded on the episode are final and are finalized during the scoring segment. In the case of a tie, there is a tiebreaker question. Loser will get the pick of the tiebreaker question. The winner will become draft champion and will display the champion pennant. Loser becomes the draft challenger and displays the challenger pennant. So we have these Indeed. pennants in our respective offices. Mine says champion. Jason's says challenger. challenger. For a while Jason. now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here are the draft results for 2022. Uh, I was the winner, picking up both the <laughs> WWDC and September wins. Uh, Jason's won the March event, so it was a 2-1. This is the first event of 2023, which is interesting. I know, it's weird. The uh, history of the WWC draft is thusly. I have won four times. Jason has won three times. So this, so this will is be WWDC draft V-I-I-I. Correct. Amazing. Yes. I Now you said that, I wish we would have made that the episode like naming convention. <laughs> we could have gone like WWDC V-I-I-I. How fun would that be? I you just know? submitted it as a title. Maybe Wonderful. we'll change it. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> or at least it'll be the subtitle, potentially. <laughs> uh, here are some programming notes. Next okay. week, we will be recording live together from Apple Park. Looks so this, like. This will be the first time, hopefully, that the episode will have been recorded with both of us together in uh, the grounds at Apple. Uh, we are currently I've, scheduled. I've been live at You've Apple. You've been live. And I was, a on a, times. On, I was on a screen there. Yes. Yeah. But Jason, we don't need to rub it in, do we, really? You know? Uh this is see, this is Jason. He's in draft mode. The right iPhone now. event was like that. You you weren't in you weren't in California at all for the iPhone event and you were on a little mm-hmm. screen, so well, I was also but, on yeah. a screen for the WWDC one and I was also I in San Jose, but that was not good. <laughs> that wasn't super helpful for anyone. But but this time no screens, hopefully, just you and me yep. together at a, a an undisclosed location somewhere around the Apple campus. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we are currently scheduled to start around 1.45 p.m. if you listen live. This could change, though, of course. Please keep an eye on the Upgrade Mastodon account or in the Relay FM members Discord, and we will keep you updated on our going live time. But we will be recording live, so if you are a Relay FM member, you can listen in our, uh, and hang out and chat in our Discord, but you can listen uh, on the web at relay.fm slash live. And that's 1.45 p.m. Pacific. Pacific time, time. yes. Cupertino time. Cupertino time, because that's the time that we'll both be in, so it's the time that we'll observe. it's the time. If you would like to score along with the draft, you can get your scorecard at Upgrade.cards. Thank you so much to Upgradian and RelayFM Discord mod, Zach Knox, for putting that together for us, as they always do. It's highly appreciated. You can find the whole history there of the drafts if you'd like to go through yourself. And if you would like to get your very own draft shirt, you can go to UpgradeYourWardrobe.com. That is a permanently available item. So let's get into it. Let's start with a tiebreaker. We have for many years an event duration, and I think that that continues to be our, our preferred tiebreaker question. So Jason, would you like to choose the time in minutes, and I will go over under. All right. So what we have seen is thus far, Apple has done a lot of live events for WWDC that have been just over two hours, sometimes a lot over if Jimmy Iovine comes out on stage and rambles. But their video events have been under two hours. The question is, with this keynote and this product that they're going to announce, are they going to be able to go under two hours and show that discipline? Or are they going to blow through it and put it up above 120 minutes? And so I'm just going to lay it down right there, Mike. Tiebreaker. Are they going to break 120 minutes or are they going to keep it under no matter what? Oh, I hate this so much. That's um, the idea. <laughs> Like I am in my like my personal inclination is that it will break two hours. Like I, I do believe yeah. that that's going to be the case. So I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say over 120 minutes. Okay. And my personal inclination is that they won't break two hours yeah. because they've just decided that's the limit. And that's why I said it where I did is I thought that that's actually a natural break between what you already think and what I already think. So yeah. there it is. It's on the line. In case of a tie. We'll see how long the event is. I do think, though, if it does, it will break it by like barely anything. Like, oh, I yeah, reckon I mean, it will be like I, as close I, to two hours as they can get it. Yeah, it's not going to be Jimmy Iovine length. That's no. for sure. <laughs> it's going to be that in WWDC the was horrible. Mm, it's not good. That was. I remember I was watching it in a um, like an event watching party that the release notes conference put on. And I'm not sure if I've ever needed to use the bathroom more in my life by the end of that. Schmoozy uh, showbiz services talk should not be in a WWDC keynote. And just the amount of guests that they had and like the amount of executives they had all just for Apple Music. That was all it was for. It was like an hour for Apple Music. It was so ridiculous. It was not good. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. But we don't have to worry about that for this time. It's going to be great. Probably not. You gotta hope, but I mean, I think one of the re- the problems that they had is it was just it wasn't tightly edited, right? Like that was the well, issue. And, right, it's it's live, and yeah. and if you ramble and you're on the uh, current Apple videos, they just cut you down or yep. cut you out. Mm-hmm. But back then, you're on stage, you're Jimmy Iovine, you're Eddie Q, you're out there on stage. Um, there is no comical hook, vaudeville style hook to like pull you off the stage. Like, no, that's it. 
that's enough. So they're just out there rambling and and uh, wasting time. So yeah, they don't do that anymore. They they they'll cut you or they'll tell you to tell you to snap it snap it up while they're recording it and just uh, figure it out. Was there Apple TV stuff in that one too? <sighs> I don't remember because I oh, it was a long time ago. I, I believe not. that there was a keynote, if not that one, where um, and I think it was that one that they stretched it for time because they didn't have some deals done for Apple TV. Is that something that ah? Uh, but that doesn't make any sense why you would need to stretch it for time. It's like it's not like you need no, a minimum don't. time requirement. But yeah, it kind of the do the that. keynote kind of went off the rails a little bit because something had to get cut. This episode is brought to you by our friend over at Dark Noise. Do you struggle with sleeping in silence or focusing when you want to really get down to some kind of work project or study? If any of these are true for you, then you need Dark Noise, the white noise app for iPhone, iPad, and the Mac. It has a delightfully intuitive design and best-in-class systems integration for Apple platforms. And I'll just say, calling this just white noise is so much more than that. Like, you think of white noise, you think of that, like, the white noise sound. This ha- app has everything. Maybe you want to li- li- make it sound like you're on a plane. Maybe you want rain or a waterfall. It's all in there. It's incredible. Dark Noise will play soothing, infinitely looping sounds to help you sleep focus, relax. Indie developer Charlie Chapman works hard to make Dark Noise the best platform citizen on all Apple devices. This means it is loaded with features such as incredibly rich shortcut support, highly customizable home screen and lock screen widgets, AirPlay and Siri support, iCloud syncing between devices, and so much more. Dark Noise also has a sleep timer to automatically fade your sound out, plus a very unique feature called Mix Audio that allows you to mix dark noise sounds with audio from other other apps. So what if you want to listen to some music and you want to pretend like you're at the beach and there's some waves? You can do that. Or what if you want to pretend that you're listening to a podcast on a plane? If you are the type of person that wants to do that, Dark Noise can help you. Dark Noise is free to download today with eight unique sounds, and you can upgrade to Dark Noise Pro to unlock over 50 sounds and build your custom mixes for infinite possibilities. Dark Noise Pro also includes many premium app themes and custom icons, including some special ones that listeners of this show may recognize the inspiration of. To download Dark Noise for free today, visit darknoise.app or search for Dark Noise in the App Store. That's darknoise.app or you can search for Dark Noise in the App Store. Our thanks to Dark Noise for their support of this show and Relay FM. So we move into the first four picks, the first round. Ooh which is iOS and iPadOS. As the winner of the previous draft, I will get to go first. And it's the way I tend to do things. I have my little list here that I've compiled, you know, like I've gone in and and made my own list based on our list and ranked them. And I'm going to go with widgets on the iPad lock screen as my first pick. Huh. We have like this long list of stuff, right? And... I'm kind of stuck a little bit in trying to guess what I think is the most likely stuff to be added in a year where iOS and iPadOS may not be the focus. And also what I'm trying to wonder is what are they going to show in the keynote? And I think this is a visual thing they could show for the iPad that we may immediately be able to understand if they haven't spent a lot of time on iPadOS itself, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I'm thinking. 
they're going to go. And I'm using for that, like, a previous uh, recipe, I'm trying to think of, like a previous like trend of Apple introduces something for the iPad and then the next year we see it on the iPad. And I feel like lock screen widgets on the iPad is something that should exist. Like it makes a lot of sense to do that. So this is what I'm expecting. Well, Mike, you'll be happy to know that that was my top choice. Oh, great. I'm pleased that you agree with me. The sound that you made initially, I felt like I had to justify myself. I was like, oh, no. I I mean, you always have to justify yourself. But no, that that, uh, (laughs) that was, I was surprised that you picked it, but um, I had it at the top of my list. So, you know, you're playing to win. I appreciate that. I am 100% playing to win. I've had a taste of the winning life and I want to keep my, I don't want to turn this pennant around, Jason Snell. I know. I get it. Uh, I am going to choose the health app on the iPad okay. for my pick. Okay. Um, there's some rumors out there. Mark Gurman said it would happen. Uh, part of this is, as always, wish casting on my part. I think that it should be on the iPad. I think that having that information available on the iPad makes sense. It's frustrating that it's only on the iPhone. And since there is a credible rumor out there that it's going to happen, I've decided to uh, just step up and pick it. Um, time to get that thing on the iPad. Uh, health is should not be limited to one device. You'd have to remind me here. If this was to exist, would my iPhone's data sync to my iPad? I think it would have to, right? I mean, maybe maybe if you were, I mean, this is the question, right? It's like Apple Watch only does it with the iPhone, like doing fitness. Um, but can't you do fitness without the Apple Watch now? Um And yeah, I mean, I think that implicit in the idea of the health app on the iPad is that they would do some end-to-end encryption of your health data and be able to sync it between devices. So I hope that's what they did. Yeah, I mean, I know that they do the end-to-end encryption, and I'm hoping that there will be some way for that to then find its way onto my iPad, right? Like my iPad could also have the key to unlock it. Because yeah. it, that would be the benefit. It is one of those things when I every time people say the health app should come to the iPad, my first thought is, wait, the health app is not on the iPad? Like it just yeah. feels like a I know. Fitness is there. I, I I have all this health data from my from my my runs and all my Apple Watch data syncs to my iPhone, and I always want to look at it when I'm using my iPad mm-hmm. and I can't. And I have to go to my iPhone and I I admit I am more iPad focused than iPhone focused, but like surely I'm not the only one like that. And it doesn't seem reasonable that my health data is only located on that one iPhone. I would like it to be on my other devices, certainly on my iPad. Yeah. If I if I at least wish to have it all sync. So yeah. I I'm but again, there is also a rumor out there that this is gonna happen. So it's not I'm not completely I wouldn't pick this if there was no rumblings about yeah. it, but it sounds like this is something that may actually happen. So talking about uh, potential apps that may be finding their way onto iOS that have been rumored, my second pick in the draft will be uh, the introduction of a journaling app for iOS and iPadOS. All right. I was a little shaky on this thing, um, but a few days ago, Mark Gurman published a report also kind of confirming that it's coming. Um, I'm I have a lot. I have more questions on this than than. The health app, for example, right? Because like the health app is just bringing over something existing. Um, but the journaling app, I'm really intrigued to see exactly what it is Apple's going to do. And when thinking about, you know, iOS and iPadOS maybe having as not high a focus as normal, um, 
this feels like something you could put into iOS 17, even though realistically it probably doesn't need that. You know, like this mm-hmm. is building on a set of existing technologies, surely that Apple has, uh, but they're going to put it into iOS 17 as an iOS 17 feature. It will just be a new app from Apple. Yeah, I agree with you. This is a really exciting category I had on my list, but I decided to go with, for my pick, the broader choice, which was also on our list, which is a new Apple default app on iPad or or iPhone. What would that mean in this circumstance, like for this year? I mean, it it's if the journaling app is not in the App Store, but is on the device. Pre-installed. Or uh, if they do a password thing which is another one of our individual choices yeah that's what i that's how i interpret I it like, like they'll, they'll add an app they'll add an app to the collection of apps that just comes with your phone how would we know that like the journaling app how would we know it comes well, pre-installed like why, why is it on our list if we wouldn't know it i mean yeah the, but the way i've always assumed default app was kind of like mm, mm. i was thinking about it in maybe in different terms but well well yeah I just I I I highlighted it very much as like I think they're going to add an app and then you could also pick passwords or journaling if you wanted to and you pick journaling and I'm like well I don't know that was lower down on my list because I'm like an app I feel like there's a higher chance of that uh, than this were you yeah I wonder what what were you thinking by this because I can take it out I think this maybe want. shouldn't have been in the list this year because we had the passwords and journaling app I had always kind of considered this as like some this is recycled from last year it, that was one of the recycled ones I do. Th- think that maybe okay. if we're going to have the passwords and journaling apps we should maybe have not had that one in there all right that's fair i will i will withdraw it then thank you and, I, and i'm going to go in a different direction look at this sports personship going on over yeah here, it's know? happening this is how it's this happening. is how really like calm predictions are made gentlemen like <laughs> um yeah on, on the uh on the connected podcast somebody would pick it and then everybody would agree that it was invalid Yes, but they couldn't change. But the it wouldn't pick. have mattered anyway. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, or let's amend that for next time. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, iPad support. iPad uh, with Stage Manager um, on an external display uh, will work lid closed. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yep. Are you wish casting here, or do you do you like do you really think they're gonna do this? I really think they're going to do it. I think that oh. this that this is something they just left on the table um, and that there's been enough uh, complaint about it and there's enough of a use case for this. I, I think actually having the iPad screen on when you're attached to an external display, it makes makes everything worse because yep. one of the things that happens with Stage Manager is it starts sending things back to the iPad screen. Um, which at least when I use it, like I don't want, when I've got a big screen in front of me and then the iPad is off to the side or down below or whatever, like I don't want things on the iPad screen. I, I want them not on the iPad screen. So I think that this is a, a, a thing for them to, to do to actually make the iPad experience better by offering this. All right. Third pick, control center redesign. Wow. Okay. It's time. This well, one was sure. rumored really early on. Um, mm-hmm. This was one of the rumors when the dis- discussion around iOS 17 was not much going on. This was before you know some of this app stuff that we've been hearing about, which is talking about. Um, I feel like that you know this is when we spoke about it at the time when it came up in Rumor Roundup. It is a design that has stuck around for a decade. 
realistically, you know, visually so similar still to iOS 17. It's just kind of moved a bunch. Like it was used to be at the bottom. Now it comes from the top and now it takes over the whole screen. I, I just feel like that there are much better ways of showing this kind of information than this like weird semi-transparent button thing that they've got going on right now. I, I want it to happen. Um, haven't heard about it in a while, but you're right. There was a credible rumor about that, mm-hmm. which makes it more than wish casting. I would love to see it. I think we did an episode where we talked about it we did. in detail, the idea of being able to customize it much more. And we complained about like the way the, the that home. home stuff is in there and mm-hmm. it's, you can't turn it, you know, it's going to pick what it's going to pick. And uh, so, yeah, I, I would love to see that. We had two in our list that I think we maybe should merge together because I think they mean the same thing, um, sure. which is, more functionality for the lock screen slash always on functionality. Yeah, that's definitely just meant to be the that's, same. Yep. That's the same mm-hmm. thing. So um, I'm going to pick it. <laughs> it was coming up for me very shortly, that one. Yeah. This is the idea that, one, they introduced all the lock screen stuff last time, and they may add functionality there in terms of maybe expanded widgets who knows what? Yep. But also, I think it encompasses this late-breaking Mark Gurman rumor, yep. which is this idea of that just came out last week. We haven't even talked about it on the show because mm-hmm. we we did our last rumor roundup last week. Uh, but the, this idea that there's going to be kind of a... Uh, uh, it's almost like nightstand mode for the Apple Watch, except yep. for the iPhone, where you put it on its side uh, and it gives you a nightstand thing where it's got like... A, a different interface and it's just meant to be an ambient display for when you're in that mode. And that's, that's really interesting too. But I think between those two ideas that they're going to work on this stuff and they're going to tweak the lock screen or add this new mode. Uh, once you've gotten always on display, those are the two things you can do, right? You can, you could add more content to the existing feature or you could also make a variation on the feature. And I, I love nightstand mode on my Apple watch. And that's what I use every single night. Um, I don't, I don't leave the iPhone by the side of the bed, but I know a lot of people do. Um, and that this might actually be a pretty great feature. Or if you just got a dock somewhere, if you could put information on it and have it actually visible, um, when it's on your desk or wherever, that's cool too. So, um, I think there's something there. I don't mm-hmm. know what, but something. Yeah. I would love to see this on the iPad more than the iPhone. I but, know. I know. But. Obviously, there is a benefit to having this on an always-on display. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then on a display that you then have to keep on all the time and just really drain the battery down, so... Right. Although, I mean, again, it's one of those things that if I were tasked... If I were at Apple and I was tasked with this idea for the iPad, I would say, well... What do we have? Like we have we have cameras and we have the infrared dot projector and sensor and like could we do because like my cheap kitchen appliance devices, both back when I had the Echo Show and now that I've got the uh, Nest Home, like they've got they've got a, a sensor that's like it knows first off it knows what time it is, it knows what how much light there is, and mm-hmm. then it knows if there's like movement in front of it and it adjusts accordingly. So like you could potentially do that with the iPad based on the stuff that's already there. Um, and wouldn't that be nice to have this feature yeah. where you could set an iPad in your kitchen and it would, or, or anywhere really, and it would behave in a certain way, uh, depending on the time of day, show you information that's useful, not just be kind of like an empty slab, but I don't know. It, it, the 
the Mark Gurman didn't actually say when he was reporting about this other feature, he didn't actually say that it wasn't coming to the iPad. What he did was the thing where he says, well, usually what they seem to be doing is bringing it to the iPhone and then bringing it to the iPad. And maybe that's what the plan is here is step one is put it on the iPhone. And step two is, you know, come out with that rumored kind of like dock product that goes with an iPad that you could put in the kitchen and it would use this mode. Maybe we'll get there, but um, yeah, start with the iPhone would be okay. If they do bring it to the iPad, I think I get the points anyway, because it's not specific to that, but looking forward to it. All right, so we're on to our final pick for iOS and iPadOS, and I'm really mm-hmm. struggling between two. Okay. And there's like... Well, that's good, because I've only got two left on my uh, pick yeah. list, and I was going to have to go into the dregs, so... And I'm not going to say which app, but I'll give you my problem. There's one that I mm. think is very possible, but might not get mentioned or shown, and there's uh. one that they would definitely spend time showing, but I'm not convinced they're going to do it. <laughs> so right. this is this is where I am with these two. I know which I know which one that one is. I don't know about the yeah. other one, but I know which one that one is. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that I think is maybe the most likely okay. to happen, which is more functionality for the dynamic <laughs> island. Oh, you had the same two that I did. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, more. You you think this is? But here's the thing: is I. I'm not convinced that there will be more functionality for the Dynamic Island. I want there to be. I'm not convinced. the Dynamic Island is, is great, but I'm not convinced that after year one with the Dynamic Island that they're going to do anything other than just keep the Dynamic Island. Yeah. I'm, there could be more stuff around live activities. Like, there are things they could do, and I see this as a potentially more likely thing than probably what you're going to say, uh-huh. which is... Interactive widgets. I'm yep. assuming. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's just let's just put that out. <laughs> let's there. just put Interactive it on the table widgets. and talk about the both of them. That, right? That's that's the one that we we both had the same two as our yeah. next pick. So interactive for, widgets feels like if they do that, they're going to show that off and spend a bunch of time with it. Yeah, but I'm I, not sure they're going to do it. No. And also, there is this may form part of a different operating system and they just show it during that operating system and don't talk about it in iOS and then later on in the State of the Union say, oh, and by the way, you can now bring these features over to iOS. Because like a lot of the time when I'm thinking about the draft here this year is what are they just not going to say so they can cut time? Yeah, because that's the truth of it, right? There, there. We, I would almost guarantee there are going to be features that we at least, if if not picked, we have in our our list of potential picks that are totally going to happen mm-hmm. and either not appear in the keynote at all or appear in the keynote as a bullet point on a slide. Yeah, when they normally would have had a demo because they're just cutting stuff. And and we have a pick later, a stagecraft pick, but I'll give you a hint about it now. It's the footnote in the middle of the keynote that says. State of the Union. Yeah. <laughs> Watch. Yeah. We have made another video to to the list. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that explains more about all of this because we can't get it in here. Was the State of the Union a video last year? Like it was pre-recorded too? Oh, yeah. They're all, vid- okay. they're all pre-recorded. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure about that one, but yeah, it makes sense. All right. So that is the end of the iOS and iPadOS round. Whew. This episode is brought to you by Nom Nom. What you feed your dog is just as important as what you put into your body. It's time for real good food backed by science. That is Nom Nom. Nom Nom delivers fresh dog food of every portion personalized to your dog's needs so you can bring out their best. Nom Nom's made with real whole 
foods you can see and recognize without any additives or fillers that contribute to bloating and low energy. That's because Nom Nom uses the latest science and insights to make real good food for dogs. Their nutrition-packed recipes, their nutrient-packed recipes are crafted by board-certified veterinary nutritionists, made fresh and shipped free to your door. Nom Nom's already delivered over 40 million meals to good dogs like yours. I hope that's spread out as a very hungry dog, uh, inspiring millions of clean bowls and tail wags. Jason, I know we got some Nom Nom food sent over for the wonderful dog in your home. Why is it important for you to have the right food for your dog? Well, I, I mean, there are lots of reasons, right? There, there are all the issues of, of energy and health. Um, my dog in particular is a rescue. And when they got her, she literally taken off the street by animal control and uh, as a puppy. And she was uh, skin and bones, essentially, right? Like you could see her ribs. She was incredibly underfed. And she's still, I would say, underweight. So I think it's incredibly important, especially for, for this as a young dog, for her to get good nutrition so that she can continue to grow and, and be, you know, and progress and become the dog she needs to be because yeah. she was, uh, she was undernourished for er- the early part of her life. Um, also she gets really mad at me when I don't, uh, when I don't feed her. So <laughs> eating her good stuff is also Two good. great reasons. Man. Right yeah. And it's a no-brainer. Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. Go right now for 50% of your no-risk two-week free trial at trynom.com slash upgrade. That is N-O-M. So trynom.com slash upgrade for 50% off. Trynom.com slash upgrade. Our thanks to Nom Nom for their support of this show and Relay FM. So we move into a brand new round in the draft. So it's not often that we add an entire new category. I know, but we have to do it. But we, we have, have to, do, to it. do it. And this is the category that is receiving the most picks this year. There are five picks yes. in the headset category. Ah, uh, Yeah, here we are. I hope it happens. Otherwise, these five picks will just be a footnote. That is not the first time that that has happened to us. It's true. Right. We did. I don't remember what draft it was, but when we were expecting, oh, I think it was in 2020 when they did uh, the watch and the iPad and we made iPhone picks, but there was yeah, no right. iPhone in and there. There was no iPhone. Yeah. Good times. Okay. My top pick for the headset no headset pricing announced. Oh, that was on my list. That was definitely on my list. It's a good pick. They're not going to talk about it here, right? Like, I feel like uh, no pricing information, probably no release information. I expect they will make some reference to what, and there's more to tell you later on this year. They, they may say shipping later this year or something, right? But no headset pricing will be announced. I think uh, that's fair. James Thompson asks a good question in the Discord that maybe we want to clarify. What about developer pricing? I don't, I don't really... F- I feel like we're looking for consumer, right? Like a, a developer kit sure. is not the headset, if that makes sense. Okay. It, it could be anything. No, no, con- no consumer headset pricing yeah. announced. Good clarification to make, but that's kind of, I feel, the spirit of the pick here. Yeah. Oh, Definitely. For sure. Yeah, they're not they're not gonna do it, right? They don't have to do it. I don't think they're gonna do it. No. 
Like it's not shipping. Why why give people more time to chew over that price mm-hmm. if um if they don't have to and they can and just wait until anything to the time can when change, right? Up until anything it comes out, right? They might want to change it up or down depending on how mm-hmm. people react. Exactly. So I think that's a good pick. I had that in my uh, high up in my list of picks. I am going to just embrace the name Reality Pro. Oh, wow. Okay. Jason coming in hot with a naming pick. Yeah. Huh. Well, there's, again, lots of evidence out there that they've been trademarking Reality Pro and Reality One. Mm-hmm. And that Reality Pro is probably the high-end one, and Reality One is probably the low-end one that will come later. And I, it's got to have a name, right? And I think it's Reality Pro, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna embrace it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose it. That's it. Okay. Uh, I mean, if I was gonna go with a name. Right, like my guess for a name, this would be the name out of all the names we've heard. Right? Um, yeah. It was at the end, but like it was in the little pick, like my potential picks that I made was Reality Pro, but it was actually my last pick of the ones that I whittled down. Um, just because I don't, I don't, I don't feel sold on any of the names for anything really. Sure. That's how I feel about the OS names too. And, yeah. and we know that they can they can change names and we know that they can misdirect, but I feel like that's the name. So More I'm just, just in that uh, none of them are great. So I just I can't feel like I can put my finger on what they might particularly go with. Like mm. this is called reality. This might just be called reality. Reality. Right? They sure. may not have a pro because there isn't anything else. So could be. My uh second pick is head sh- headset will be quote shipping later this year. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been my next pick. So, they're not, not going to give any more information than just like later. And I feel like You're- they have to say something, right? And who knows, they might say next year. Right, I doubt. Well, that's it. it. You could be wrong. Could. I think if they yeah. say by the end of the year, then then you're right. If they don't give a time, I think you're wrong. Yes, if they don't um, give a time and if they say next or if year, they say 2024, then I'm wrong. Um, yeah. Basically, anything else is shipping later this year. Yep, I think that's uh, I think that's very likely to be the case. So, good pick, very much a good pick. I am going to pick VR FaceTime demo. Mm, this was going to be my next one. I think communication and collaboration is just too important to Apple. Uh, I think they've been laying the groundwork here. FaceTime SharePlay, Memoji, like we the. Oh, spoilers for an article I haven't yet written, but very clearly Dan or I will write an article sometime in late June or early July for Macworld where we detail all of the the, the foundational software features that Apple has been building for the last five years in anticipation of announcing this device. Um, and, and so I just, I can't see them not saying you're going to be able to communicate with other people and it's going to be like you're right together. And that's going to be, and when I say FaceTime demo, I mean, if they call it something different, I mean, we know what a VR FaceTime demo is. It's VR oh, communication yeah. where it's you're VR in a room call. with somebody else. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like there are two people, they're in different places. They're both wearing headsets and they're having a conversation. <laughs> that's VR FaceTime, but that's what they're going to call it. Right. Like, I feel like it will just be, FaceTime. Yeah, it'll just be FaceTime. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in that vein 
and say mm-hmm. VR fitness experience shown. Oh, very good, very good. Now, but here's the thing, though, about both of these things that we've just picked. Now, I expect that this is what they will need to do to show the device, but I did have this thought of, like, we were talking about the Apple Music demo, where the problem with the Apple Music demo at WWDC was here's just, like, a lot of things for a consumer at the developer conference. Mm-hmm. So it's like an That's interesting thing of like, here's just like will, how this thing works, which is... Will they withhold features like fitness? Will they withhold some of that for the announcement and focus more on sort of like what the platform is capable of doing yep. and hold back some of these things and say, we're not going to show you... Like, I think FaceTime is more likely as a collaboration thing than fitness, but fitness is like, will they hold that back and say, oh, mm-hmm. Apple Fitness is also on the headset? Yeah, as we're talking about it, I've kind of talked myself out of it, but it's too, too late now. It's too late. Um, but yeah, I think of the two, and that was how I ranked them, FaceTime is more likely for those reasons just because realistically that's what people want to see they want to see like how are apple going to demonstrate communication like that is more important than fitness fitness will i am convinced make up a part of the product but that could be a we'll show you it in september situation then we'll show you it now yeah well we'll see Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna i don't like it but i understand it and it's too consistent not to pick i'm gonna pick the external battery pack this is my next pick Mm. yeah just seems too like the signals are too strong that this is the story that they went with a design that is lighter on your head, but requires you to have a little pack that you put in a pocket. Mm-hmm. And I, I, what I'm curious about, we haven't really talked about this a lot is uh, uh, I, I've seen some people make the comment like, okay, you can watch a movie with this, but if the battery life's only two hours, like you're not going to be able to do it. I kind of assume that there's going to be a pass through where you could plug the thing that you use to charge the battery, you can also just plug it in oh, and 100%. sit down to watch a movie yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it'll just run forever. Yeah, so. I, I think, I'm trying to remember now, I think I remember a rumor suggesting from, I believe it's from Mark Gurman, that the battery pack will connect via a MagSafe-like connector that locks, but there's also going to be a USB-C on it right. for, for like power and like maybe some data transfer or yeah. something uh, yeah I, I expect you're right that you'll be able to plug it into like a laptop power adapter and just sit for hours and that will be how people will use it at their desks for example at their desks you know exactly yep yep but um, that's not my pick it's just the external battery external yeah power. yeah external battery pack is the pick and yeah. i think that's a good one and you know this is one of those ones that i could imagine if this wasn't true we would have that would have been corrected by now Yes. In fact, I, w- I was going to say the reverse, which is if it had an external battery pack and it hadn't leaked yet, Apple would totally leak it. Because it's funny how we that's first true. heard about this and we're like, oh, that's so inelegant. That's so not Apple. And now we're like, yeah, that's totally what it's going to be. Right. Like yeah. we've just kind of come to accept that no, it's going mean, to be like I, that. I have been on board with this idea from the start. I think this is a very, very good idea because VR headsets currently are too heavy. Well, they're just too it's, heavy. It's. This is in the design is how it works phase. Right. Which yep. is which is from a pure Johnny Ive kind of like. It all needs to be what it, it, it stripped down to its fundamentals, right? And and having it just be an entirely self-contained object that you put on, I think is the design ideal. But there's the design is how it works thing, which is like, that's really heavy and unpleasant and you don't want to use it. And so you make a concession to the compl- complexity of the hardware 
in exchange for the experience being better. And yeah. yeah, I agree. I think that's probably the right decision. And a single cable, like people say, get in your way. Like the thing I'll have to say to you is like, did you have this problem when you used an iPod? Like, yeah, we, we all had cables. Like, it's a very easy way to do this. You plug it in and then you just drop the battery pack down the inside of your shirt and put it in your pocket. Like this is very simple to get There's around. lots of ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this won't be an issue. I Like it, it will be great. I think it, it will make a much better experience than any of the meta headsets because it's going to be just more comfortable to wear provided they get the rest of it right. But the weight part will definitely be a good thing. I'm going to go back to the developer story a little bit. And something that I think will be shown off is iPad apps running in VR are demoed. Yes, this was next on my list, in fact. This will be like one of the two part of the developer story, right? That there will be a traditional app story. How do you get Mm -hmm. your apps today into Reality Pro? And ha- and then how do you develop whole new VR first experiences? Like they're the two concurrent things, which I think will actually really benefit this product that there are two legitimate paths for getting apps on the thing, you know? And I think that, that will be helpful for people using it and for its adoption in the long run that you'll be able to do everything you can currently do on an iPad in theory. Plus there are these full immersive experiences. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. I agree with you. It was next on my list. What um, is next then? Ooh, yeah. Well, that's the question. I'm going to go with a core AR feature that I think you've got to have in a product like this, which is facial expression tracking. Very good one. Very, very good one. The idea here is that it's going to have technology to look at your eyes and you're like, are you closing your eyes? Are you are you lifting an eyebrow? Are you frowning? Like it's going to be able to look at you and intuit your expression so that it can convey that in an avatar yep. in some way and that they'll talk about that. They'll, yep. There'll be a moment of like, yeah, and, and like it matches your your what your eyes are doing. And I'm not saying, you know, in where that will happen, but I think that they'll have to mention like we we're not going to make your avatar a, uh, a a completely opaque just like a a serial killer face right <laughs> that has no expression. We're going to do expressions and we're going to do it by watching your expressions and conveying them in your avatar. I mean, just like they do with Memoji, where you can you can pose for a Memoji and it and it like looks at your face it'll be like that right yep. it's going to look at your face and uh and track those expressions the MetaQuest pro has this so it has um like facial expression tracking sensors and yeah. in like meeting environments it's a huge it makes a huge difference because you know like if you're talking right. to someone they start thinking they start looking up you get that you see them do that like i, I think that it is for immersion in these environments, it is a pretty important thing. Um, I mean, and as well, like if you're doing eye tracking as well, it's not a huge jump to also imagine face tracking, right? And yeah. eye tracking has been mentioned for this thing for a long time, so they can mm-hmm. do that foveated rendering stuff, uh, right. which is like what the PlayStation headset does. My final pick is... Um, this isn't the other side of the developer part, but I think 
will be a, an interesting part of the device. I think it will be one of the ways that they show uh, really cool AR technology, which will be that the headset has a mode to operate like a desktop computer experience. Oh, all right. So you're you're doing iPad apps and computer experience. This was my next choice, but uh, it, it feels less likely as a demo than the iPad thing. What's mm-hmm. that going to be like? But yeah, the idea... This is the use case where it's like you you can be anywhere and connect to your Mac and have a big screen. Here's what I'll ask you for the grading of this. Um, we say, like, I see the Mac as part of it, but what if it was you can also sit down and use a keyboard and mouse to control the iPad apps? That would be fine. Yeah. Well, hmm. I think the way to maybe to, to judge this is, are there peripherals involved? That's the. I feel like to me, that's the desktop computer experience part. But okay, yeah. I mean, it's like a virtual screen. I was thinking more of it from the perspective of connect to a Mac. Well, I think it's that Mac too. OS screen, right? Like I do think that too, because I also do think they'll have that. I think that will be a All really right. cool, cool part of it. But if but. they say, "Hey, you can run iPad apps," and in fact, heck with that, you can run a whole, you know, you can run a whole uh, giant screen with iPad apps on it, and it's like a virtual screen, and you've got a keyboard and a, and and a, a point device just, or whatever. State, it's like an actual stage manager thing, right? I don't, like, I don't understand why you would do that. that. That would be weird on the iPad, but yeah, I'll, I'm open to it. We'll see. Yeah, I think you would do that because of the typing experience. I think that yeah, the air the typing that, that's weirder, but the typing, yeah, yeah, the typing experience is is going to be is going to be pretty key, I think, but. Cool. Although right. I, I'm also a believer in this concept of the mixed reality input devices where, you know, where you have a physical keyboard and yeah. it recognizes that you have a physical keyboard and shows it to you either a virtual analog or it just shows you a picture that that part of the screen shows you your virtual keyboard or your yeah. real keyboard. Yeah. Something like that, too. That, you know, it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be pecking at an, an imaginary keyboard. It could be a no. real keyboard. You could be typing on a keyboard that's not actually connected to the headset itself, but it's wow. picking it up. That would be wild. What's your final pick for the headset? I have one more, and it's going to be... You know, if this was a consumer launch where I felt like the consumer story was important, I would probably pick a content choice here like uh, movies or sporting mm-hmm. events being mentioned. But as we said before, it's not. It's the developer conference. I think especially content like TV plus movies and sports. Yeah, that, exactly. I can't imagine that they, they would spend too much time on that, if at all, at WWDC. Well, unless they've got a, a story that's really impressive and they're really proud. But like the MLS season will be over <laughs> before it ships, right? So I'm going to go the other way and say that there'll be a technical announcement and it's going to be an M2 chip powering the headset. Okay. Now, I could be wrong because they could have an R1 or whatever, uh, but I think it's going to be M2 family and it could be Pro or it could be M2 or whatever, but like they're going to say something about it being an M2, essentially an M2. I would actually even be okay if what they said was it's that it's basically an M2. We took yes. the M2 and that's what it's going to be. I was going to say this. That Yes, it's either an M2 or they say we took the M2 and da-da-da-da-da and here's the R1, right? Just the mentioning of the M2 chip somehow involved in this headset is what you need for, for that. Like it, uh, I'm going to reword this as M2 chip mentioned is helping power the headset. Because yeah, <laughs> I, I would really Branding. expect that it will have its own name because realistically... 
they're gonna put other things on the chip yeah, that are specific to, to this. Like, right? They may just say we we're bringing the power of the M2 to the headset. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Because you know, does does it need the same RAM requirement? Like, right. you but know, like who knows? But what I, what I'm thinking here is, first off, fundamentally, they have to talk about the specs, right? They're going to talk about the specs because they want to talk to developers about how powerful mm-hmm. it is. So I think since the M2 is currently their state of the art, that that's what they're, I, you know, I don't think it's going to be like the A whatever because this is like they they want to impress you, so they're going to say it's the power of the M2, yeah. whether it's actually the M2 or not, they're going to say it because this is, you know. Uh, one of the picks we had in here that neither of us chose, I think for good reason, is like if they will or will not mention competitors in this. Right. And I don't know if they will mention competitors by name or not, but I, I do think that they will want think, to talk I think about... I that to, uh, to a later category, in fact. But yeah, the, go ahead. Yeah. They will want to talk about the the power of the headset. And I right. think that they will maybe reference its power compared to other things. Sure. You know, could be. that like we put a desktop class processor inside of our Mitrioli headset. Exactly. Yeah. No one else is yeah, agreed. Agreed. If you enjoy this show and you'd like to get more of it, even this draft episode, you should subscribe to Upgrade. Plus, you get no ads, you get bonus content every week, and you'll get access to the Relay FM members Discord. Go to getupgradeplus.com and you can sign up. The Discord is awesome around this time of the year. Everyone's focused on WWDC there. We have channels that are focused on this stuff. And when all of the live recordings and uh, are going on during WWDC week, that's where you'll be able to hang out with everyone and talk about as we're recording. Um, if you are subscribed to Upgrade Plus, in the Upgrade Plus segment this week, we'll talk about some of the things that were on our long list but didn't make it into our draft predictions to help kind of round out the overall picking that me and Jason think might occur during the WWDC press conference keynote. Go to getupgradeplus.com and you can sign up today, help support the show, and get extra content. Thank you if you do. So the other round we are in now. Now, other includes macOS, watchOS, tvOS, services, and all other potential hardware. (laughs) It's a huge round. And that said, I'd be surprised if more than a couple of points come out of this whole round. Yes. And I struggled to pick mine from this one. Yeah. and In fact, in the document, we only have four, which would be fine with me if we only pick four here. Yes. I think we were only doing four, right? Uh, I think it was going to be five, but okay. I don't Let's care. do four. Let's do four. Let's do four. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to swing on this one. Okay. WatchOS now features a widget-like interface. Well, that's a smart choice. I agree. I, I, I think I was just doing an interview with somebody for a, an article they're writing about WWDC in advance and for mainstream media. And they're like, is there anything else? And I said, I don't know. The watch, Apple Watch is rumored to get a big overhaul, and I'm actually interested in that. I, I think it'll be quiet for everything else. But so I think this is a good pick. I think that stuff happening uh, on the watch is a good idea. You know, I think we spoke about it at the time, and if this is the case, like this may be the the most this this is gonna be the most time they spend on any other platform, right? Like 
if they've really gone to it and given watchOS a whole rethink, like I think it would be nice to explore that a little bit. That would be my hope. I think of all of the platforms that I use this year, it's the one I would like them to do the most with. I'm good with iOS. I'm good with macOS. But I think the watch needs its its rethink time. And I would I would really appreciate if they gave it that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I feel like this is the time. Well, Mike, I, there's not a lot here that I think is going to happen, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go for the glory. I'm going to go for the glory. Oh, here he goes, everyone. It's glory time. It is. Get ready. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Mac Pro Teaser. You mad lad. Okay. <laughs> Mac Pro wow. Teaser. Wow. I don't okay. know what form. Nobody knows what form the Mac Pro Teaser will take. Maybe it'll just be a knowing glance from John Turnus going, remember that Mac Pro? Eh, eh. Do you remember that promise I made? Still promising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, maybe it'll be, nah, 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 nah. You don't get a Mac Pro. That would technically be teasing. There's one under this desk, but you can't use it. <laughs> you can't see it. <laughs> uh, but if the, uh, yeah, in fact, honestly, if it's Johnny Struji talking about something and, and next to his desk is a humorously placed Mac Pro that's got a label on it saying secret or something, that's probably a Mac Pro teaser. That'll but do. I just, I'm going to, I don't think any of these things are going to happen. So I'm just going to choose that because I do think there's at least a chance that at the developer conference, they will say something about their previous promise for the Mac Pro. Mac Pro teaser. Well, if we're going into Macland, I'm going to pick the thing that I don't think belongs here, realistically. But right. if they're going to do it, they'll probably need to do it here, and that is the 15-inch MacBook Air. All right. It's not going to happen. You don't think so? why not? Maybe it will. What, what makes you I say I had it, it on my happen? list of possibles. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they're going to... I don't think they need to. I don't think it'll get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, um, I think you're right. I mean, they could I do it. Right. I mean, they... they I feel like at most, if they do it, it's going to be like, you know, great things on the Mac, uh, Mac OS, people love the MacBook Air. Um, and in fact, we're proud to say that we're doing a 15-inch version that's um, going to be available next week. And then, like, they'll move on and it'll be a press release. And, like, but why would you do that if you could wait three weeks and have everybody cover it without covering all the rest of the stuff. I don't yep. think it makes sense to just trickle it out um, and it doesn't fit the, the the day. It doesn't fit the event, the occasion. I mean, I did the 13-inch? Like, did the M2 MacBook Air fit the occasion? Because they did it well, last it, time. Yeah, but they had room last time. They weren't yeah, launching a major yeah. new platform, is my Well, argument. I was thinking, like, and, and if it the was hands-on new. area is happening, <laughs> right, and the hands-on area includes headsets, and let's imagine the hands-on area includes demos of the headset, which I actually don't think will happen, but let's imagine that it does. So. Let's just, or let's imagine there's, like, some cycle you can just put it on and just look at it through the thing, right? There's not going to be a lot of them. They're going to need press to do something while they're waiting. <laughs> Get them to go take yeah. pictures of the MacBook Air instead. I, I guess. Uh, I'm going to go back to the watch and say smart complications that change based on data. So basically an upgrade to complications so that they are, uh, better and can, and, and can, the slots will change or the content in them can change based on status. It's a dream I yeah. have. Yeah. I like right, this. this. Is the, like, like I was one of the judges on the Mac stories automation April. And mm-hmm. one of the winners was, a thing called Yes More Events. 
and the entire premise of it is you have the you have a calendar widget that says no more events when you don't have any more events that day. And so what the shortcut does is create an event at the end of the day with other information in it that you might find valuable so that it says something that is valuable instead of no more events. And that's a great example. Or if there's a timer running to show it happening, the question would be, do complications matter as much at all if there are widgets? And I don't know the answer to that question, but um, uh, I'm going to pick it because this is like a glaring hole in the whole concept of complications. Oh, I hate this round. Um... Yep, it's not good. I have a pick. I'm just going to make this pick, but then I have a clarification. It's kind of fun, though. To us. Right? Yes. It's kind of fun picking yeah. things that you know are just not going to happen and it's not going to matter because <laughs> your true. opponent is also going to pick things that don't happen and That's don't matter. That's true. That's true. I'm going to go with a new Apple Silicon chip is introduced. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But I have but a question. it can't be related to the, the headset because That's it's what I was going to say. So, so should we say for the Mac at the end of that? Uh, yes. Yeah. Sure. Why not? A new Apple Silicon That's a ridiculous chip choice. Go ahead. Well, you know what else is ridiculous, Jason? A Mac Pro teaser. But if they tease the Mac Pro, maybe <laughs> I maybe I piggyback with you. Okay. You know? They're maybe. like, here's the Mac Pro, and it's coming with our most powerful Mac Apple Silicon chip ever. Mm-hmm. It's called sure. M27, because that's how long yeah. you're going to wait for the Mac Pro. That's... It's 23 years away. Sure. That could happen. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be really mad if I if I nail a couple of these other picks and that's how I win. Uh, not really. I'll be impressed. Honestly, <laughs> well, I don't think true. I'll be that'll mad. Be a mir- that'll be a miracle. If it yeah, happens. I'll be too impressed of you if you if you manage to win that way. Um. Okay, I'm gonna. We're also like in the. There's no evidence that these things are gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but I just wrote about this. We talked about it. It's been a recurring segment here. This is the official podcast of the Quad Box. Quad Box. Quad Box. So I'm going to pick it. Apple recently brought the Quad Box to the TV app. I'm going to say TVOS announcement. Big headlining TVOS announcement. Multi-view support across the operating system. Uh, apps will have to be right into the API, just like they wrote into the... Uh, picture-in-picture API, although maybe it'll actually use the same thing as the picture-in-picture API. But you'll be able to put multiple items in the quad box. It's a dream I have. Jason, I'm going to just make my next pick so I can talk about your pick. My pick, okay. my final pick in the other picks is that tvOS is not yeah. mentioned during the keynote <laughs> at all. You might get your quad box, but do you know where you're not going to find out about it? In the keynote. In the keynote. Yeah, I think you might be right. I, I, love, t- I love a not mentioned pick. I love a buzz. Why? Buzz I mean, look. I love tvOS. I'm the official reviewer on the Connected Podcast of tvOS every year. Uh-huh. If they spend any time talking about tvOS, I think they're wasting that time. It It is a platform that even if you do something like say, here's the quad box, all of the services that are the most popular don't use Apple's playing interface anymore. Like uh, Macs just dropped it, right? The new Macs app. There are more and more apps not using the official Apple player than ever. It just feels like it continues going on and on and on. I just yeah, but what if they what if they have a partner? What if they bring up YouTube TV or they bring up ESPN and say, 
you know, yeah, we implemented this and it's great. It just uses picture and picture interface and you do this and then you can yeah, see our stuff next to Apple stuff. Yay. Nah. I mean, uh, what if, imagine yeah. if they did that. Imagine if they did it during this keynote. Are they going to spend yeah, YouTube time? Like, come on, they gotta YouTube, talk about something. About they got to talk about something, right? <sighs> well, I, I, my next pick was going to be TVOS related okay. because why not? Yeah. And now I'm looking at the picks that I thought I was going to pick and I think they're all ridiculous. Um, and so I'm just going to go off the board completely to another random thing. And I'm going to say, you know what? You know what's greater than a Mac Pro teaser? Third-party watch faces. My word, Boom. Jason Snell. Third-party watch faces. Boom. Done. It, it, just watch. Just watch, Mike. Mac Pro teaser. Third-party watch faces. I win the draft by one. That'll be amazing. Honestly, if you do it, I mean, no one's going to be mad. I know. Game recognized game, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll have to. All right, final regular round. Stagecraft. <sighs> stagecraft. I, I want to, the reason, you may ask yourself why Stagecraft picks. Well, one is, if we put these in other, all of our picks would have been Stagecraft. Correct. <laughs> and so we're going to force ourselves to make just two Stagecraft picks. And I'm going to go with the gimme. The, the guaranteed pick uh-huh. of all of the picks that could uh-huh. ever occur during any WWDC. Craig uh-huh. Federighi appearance. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised that's even allowed on the list. But yes, <laughs> it's there. <laughs> Nevertheless, we keep it going. Yeah, Craig Federighi appearance. I think that's the best one. Um, I'm, you know, you can, you can, I, I might be proven wrong, but I think you can never go wrong with game demos. Ooh, this is my second one. Yeah, they're gonna, I think at least have at least one at least VR one. game demo. Yeah, I think they have to. Yeah. There was a rumor from Mark Gurman about uh, Hideo Kojima being involved in No Man's Sky. That was absolute hogwash. Like he's not involved in that game at all. But No Man's Sky is a game that was um, like Hideo Kojima has been rumored to be around Cupertino this week, so maybe he's going to be mm. doing something for the headset. But yeah. No Man's Sky, which was a game shown off ages ago was coming to Apple Silicon coming to Apple because of Apple Silicon it is yet to arrive but No Man's Sky has a very robust VR mode so it could be a very easy uh, slot into this my uh, my second and final pick in Stagecraft Metaverse is not said Metaverse is not said yep I think that's pretty good I mean there might be a joke if the word appears anywhere in the keynote you lose this pick Correct. I don't but think that's it's a happening. pretty good pick. Uh, to mention it is basically acknowledging Facebook and their lead, right? And I just don't yeah. think they're going to do it. Oh, I think you're probably right. I think the reason that this is risky is only that they may be like, you've heard of the metaverse. Well, forget that, right? That dismissive of it. I don't know. Um, but I think you're right. Okay. Here's my last stagecraft pick. I I I likened I mentioned this earlier. Yeah, I'm gonna just put it out there. The way I phrased it is explicit exhortation to watch the State of the Union for OS details. Yep. But really, what I'm saying is, somewhere in this event, I feel like they're gonna say we have a whole lot more OS things to announce. They're in the State of the Union, which we'll post later this afternoon. 
something. There will be a little footnote because I feel like this is the kind of event where they're kicking off WWDC, but they're not going to give as much time to the OSs as maybe they would normally. And they're going to be like pointing at the State of the Union saying, we made another video that's for boring OS things that only developers care about. Go watch that for more uh, because it's too packed. So I'm just going to, it's stagecraft. Final round of the draft is the Mac OS, my least favorite of every Let's dive into California geography. It's the Mac OS naming round, where we each get two potential names that we can give that may form the uh, Mac OS version. And there is one point on the line for this. Uh, I will just at this point publicly make my protest for the existence of this round because I believe Jason Snell has an advantage over me significantly. It's almost as if, imagine they decided to uh, name macOS after English towns. So here's the thing. This is why I disagree with you. One is I know too much about California. (laughs) And I think that 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 makes me overthink it because Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of like, like with Ventura, it was an example where I'm like, Oh, Ventura is not that interesting. Like I've been to Ventura County and it it was Ventura, right? Like, cause it's like a good name. It's like an interesting name. So I think that's part of the challenge here is I'm overthinking it because I'm thinking about the places. Also, I'm providing you a list of things I think it might be for yeah, you to pick from. but I don't know what any of them means, you know? But anyway. You can look, you can look anyway. it up. You can look them up. And yeah. or is your ignorance and just looking at it as a brand name what Apple is also trying to do for people? Because most of Apple's uh, customers don't know the names of these things either, right? So maybe you're okay. better. You're making a good uh, uh, argument. That doesn't matter. I still don't it. like the round, but your argument's <laughs> good. I get it. I'm going to go with, should we do this one each, right? So like I do one, you do one, right? Uh, I'm going to go with what I think may have been my favorite last year because I actually do think it would be a nice name. Mac OS Tahoe. Yes. I just like it. I just, I think it sounds nice. My And I feel like the little I know about Tahoe is that it's great in the summer and in the winter. So there's probably some good imagery you could get, right? Because it's got like the lakes and also the mountains. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that'd be a nice one. Um, I am going to go with so so the last two have been Monterey and Ventura, right? Both of which are coastal counties. Um, and Apple's never been afraid to pick a complicated name that frustrates everybody who's not in California. So I'm gonna pick with my first pick, Mendocino. Hate it. The way you spell this, like not you, but the way it is spelled, M E N D O C I N O. No, it's just terrible. I don't like it. And you know what? My Federico will say Mendocino. 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 My my second pick. See, I I don't know if I should do this. So, like, I made my picks, and I was like, I went and looked at last year's. What I want to pick as my second pick is exactly the same as the second pick I made last time. Okay. So I would end up picking the same two things two years in a row. I think I'm just uh-huh. going to go with my gut and do it. Because again, I just think it's a good name. Mac OS Golden Gate. Golden Gate's a good name. It is a good name. I do wonder I like if it. they would save this for like a year when they're really bridging it with iPad OS. But I'm mm-hmm. going to go with Mac OS Golden Gate. I like Tahoe and Golden Gate. I'm going with they're two names. names that I just think sound good. And I would like, although... History has shown they will not do that. Um, Mendocino. 
I, oh, there are still a bunch of good names here. That's why I think it's good that they went to the California names. There's still a bunch of good names here. Mecoes um, Northamptonshire. Hello, mate. It's, this is Mecoes Islington. Me- uh, <laughs> um, uh, wow, this is a tough one. I I'm I Can I, like I just it too say much. I love yep. so much that we still have macOS Alcatraz on this list as if they would ever do that. <laughs> well we also have macOS Death Valley on this list, which you really would probably not name a uh, an operating system after, but it's on the list because uh-huh. why not? I'm gonna go with Mammoth. Okay. Mac OS Mammoth. Mammoth like Lakes is a is a, a volcanic area and a ski resort and a summer destination. Uh, and it's a fun name, and it's an actual word that people know. And so, Mecca was mammoth. Why not? You know, I wondered about mammoth, but I mean, I don't think they would care about this. But I just feel like Mastodon has really wrapped up all of that branding for for now. Know. Like you know, but they probably don't care about that, right? But they would just have mountains and and snow and stuff in the. Mammoth, I could see, and I would like. Right? Like Mac OS Mammoth is a name that I would enjoy. I would be so mad if they called it Mendocino because I just don't like that. It's all. Mendocino. There you go. Well, I'm going to call it Mendocino. And, in, uh, Indo- Indochino. That's yep. what I'm going to call it. Uh, Mac OS Cappuccino. And I, mm-hmm. I just, it doesn't it doesn't work for me. But they went with Mavericks. So the company that chose Indeed. Mavericks may cho- choose literally anything. Because it's Mavericks true. just sounded bad. Mac OS Mavericks. The fact that it, had an, it has an S on the end just did not yeah. work. And also, I'll say as a Californian... Nobody had ever heard of that place. <laughs> what was it? A beach? It was like a specific beach, yeah, right? It was like a ski. It was like a surf area. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No. That's the draft. That's it. We did it. All the picks are out there. All that's left is the scoring. Which will happen. The recriminations. The, the scoring will occur on the ground in which the picks will have come true. I don't know. One basic sense will be um, at Apple Park next week. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm super pumped for. Very excited. Mm-hmm. Seeing a bunch of friends I haven't seen in a long time. Long time. And so we're looking forward to being in California, soaking up the sun and being inside of Apple Park, watching the keynote along with my friend Jason Snell. That's if you right. want to send us your feedback, follow up and questions, you can go to upgradefeedback.com. If you have things you want us to talk about in the keynote, you can send them in there. Um, I will pre-warn people that if I do actually make it to the keynote, I will be very excited to talk about my keynote experience. So just be aware of that. That like We're going to be talking, obviously, about things, but I will be a little excited bunny and we'll want to talk about how happy I am to have achieved a 15-year goal. Uh, but in the meantime, and I'm sure during WWC itself, you'll be wanting to keep locked to sixcolors.com to check out Jason's work. You can also hear sure. Jason over at theincomparable.com and here on Relay FM. You can listen to me and my shows on Relay FM as well and check out my work at cortexbrand.com. You can find us on Mastodon. Jason is at jsnell on zeppelin.flights. I am at imike on mike.social. And you can find the show is at Upgrade on RelayFM.social where you can watch video clips along with our TikTok and Instagram accounts where we are at Upgrade Relay on both. Thank you to our members who support us with Upgrade Plus. Thank you to Nom Nom and Dark Noise for their support of this week's episode. And most importantly, thank you for listening. We will speak to you after the WWC keynote. Until then, say goodbye, Jason Snell. See you next week, Mike. 